Welcome to the new age. It's your guy Dayton. In new age, we trust. How y'all feeling today? It is Thursday. I feel pretty good on this thirsty Thursday. Hey, right, new age, you know we identify as anything but trust fund babies. In other words, trust fund babies, we are not. However, we bring you our perspective on all things business, money, and culture. And today is love or hate. Well, we bring you a topic, and we'll discuss if we love or hate the idea, so let's get it started. Okay, let's start with acquisition. So Netflix is acquiring another developer to build world-class games. It's buying the developer of a Stranger Things mobile RPG game for $65 million. So this gaming developer that they're buying develops role-playing games. Do you love or hate Netflix? buying another gaming developer i love the idea for the simple fact rpg games is one of the most compelling games that people that people buy mm-hmm. it's one and i don't even like rpg games until i ran into the walking dead mm. i got into that then i started playing other rpg type of games and i'm not even that type of gamer anyway but to grab that type of game on that type of show where people already love it bring those two together a great idea. I I love it as well. You know, I think that um I think that Netflix is trying to dominate this space. So they want to uh do what everybody else doing as far as monopolizing on the industry to make sure that they're the best or pretty close to being the best at um the metaverse and in the gaming space. So Antonio, you mentioned Walking Dead. This, the the game developer that they're buying has also developed Walking Dead themed mobile games. Well, that's a great idea. Look, that's a, look I, I didn't even know that. So that's like a bang bang right there. They already proven that they can do this type of thing off of a television type of show. Right. So doing with Stranger Things, that's a great bang bang. Netflix. I think I might come out with my own show. Come holler at me if you want to make my own RPG. <laughs> but but even more than that. You only, we only isolating it to the one show. Think about how much they can do with so many of their dramas right. and horrors and come, etc. You know, from a role playing aspect and how the families will be engaged and participating in these type of um activities and things. And what would be great if they can come out with a Squid Game RPG? Like that'll oh, blow God. the waters off. That'll go crazy. <laughs> that'll that'll go crazy. crazy. Remember, I said. We were just, we literally were just talking about Netflix maybe a week ago about yeah, last you know, week. uh I forgot what the specific word was, but pretty much like playing out the show, right? What they're doing, I think they're gonna pivot. They they actually came out with Netflix gaming about a year ago, it says. Okay. I haven't heard too much, you know, from a consumer base about it. But what they are doing is gonna build uh they already got the um what, what, what's the word I'm trying to use? Intellectual property. Mm-hmm. They already got the IP for it. So if they can just build a, a whole library of games and just put it in a subscription package, once again, you already got the IP. It's similar to what Disney does. It's like we got a core fan base that loves these characters, that loves this TV show, that loves this animation, that loves this anime. So... What they doing? I mean, you could you could have a hundred games full of um, 
a whole bunch of characters that you love and like. Remember um, Super Mario Brothers versus like the Kirby's and I, I can't you know what I'm talking about yeah, like Super something. Smash Bros. Yeah. Like think about that, but just the Netflix version of it. Right. And then imagine it catching fire from a mobile standpoint. We've seen how Among Us and Fortnite has played out. So Netflix can really do some damage in this space. Yeah, and added to that, you know, it's um, what I, you know, it's a grand opportunity. Uh, Netflix stock is currently trading as we speak for three hundred and sixty-eight dollars, mm-hmm. about fifty percent di- discounted from its fifty-two week high of seven hundred and ninety-nine, seven hundred dollars and ninety-nine cent. I think getting Netflix at this price, a fifty percent discount. Is a steal for where Netflix is going. As soon as I open this up, though, guess what? It's an article on Netflix. Um, it's an article on Robinhood talking about um, they've paused all their projects in uh, Russia. Mm. You know, so they put it on hold. The stock is currently down eleven dollars. So it might be, it may retrace even more. But even at 50, 50% uh, percent is a huge steal for where I believe Netflix is going. Okay, let's talk about the next acquisition. So Bandcamp is an online record store and music community where passionate fans discover and connect with and directly support the artists they love, right? So it's been, it's been a report that came out, I believe, yesterday, maybe two days ago. Epic Games, the maker of Fortnite, has bought out um, Bandcamp. Has bought out Bandcamp, and it expands its business into music. Love or hate, Epic Games buying out Bandcamp. I love it. I love this move by Epic Games. Um, you know, Epic has already, or specifically Fortnite has already transitioned into the music genre with, you know, Travis Scott being one of their biggest right. um, partnerships. And we've seen what they've been able to do with just, you know, a few artists, mm-hmm. you know, how big that is. So for them to, you know, make this type of pivot and to expand their territory more and borders more into the music um, genre, I think this is clever. I think it's, I, I, love, I love the idea. I love it for the simple fact of you said that they're the Fortnite makers. And one of the things that Fortnite brought in recent history was artists to the Fortnite platform. Mm-hmm. So now you get Bandcamp, that make, that brings more artists to right. that to that company. So you don't know if that's gonna stream out to putting more artists on, you know, a Fortnite type of thing or games that they might come out with the future, put adding the music artists to those type of, you know, games experiences, or experiences, yeah. Gaming so experience. I think it's a good I, I love the idea. I hope they keep it up and keep, you know, keep, what you call it again? Acquisitions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep acquiring more assets and then building upon, like, the music industry because yeah. that's a way to go with the young fans that they have with the you, Fortnite game. You know, I'm glad you, you know, went back into the acquisitions. I love it, but I'm going to put a spin on it. I wish TikTok would have bought them. Would have th- bought Epic Games? Bandcamp. I mean, Bandcamp. I'm Bandcamp. sorry. Bandcamp. That would have been a smart move. I think, uh, you know, Bandcamp stands for, like, independent artists and, and uh, I'll just, yeah, independent type of artist platform. So, I would like to see TikTok start to 
expand its horizons. I think sometimes we see these platforms get too stagnant. That's something that Facebook didn't do. I think TikTok, I would have liked to see TikTok since it's so heavily into music mm-hmm. anyway. If you can make a if you can combine a band camp that supports independent artists and shows direct connection to artists, I think that would have been a nice add to TikTok. Yeah, that would have been an excellent strategic move. All right, let's go to the stock market. So yesterday, I'm I'm assuming yesterday, again, maybe two days ago, Jordan Pop Jerome Jordan Powell. Michael Jordan, Jordan Powell, <laughs> Jerome Powell. They all the same. Right. <laughs> Jerome Powell says it is possible to have more than one reserve currency. Do you love or hate Jerome Powell saying this? Me particularly, I love him saying it because of, you know, my speculations of what those current, that, you know, the new reserve world reserve currency will be. So I love this move. I think they're setting the stage for something that so many people is happening under so many people's noses. And if you position yourself right or if you're already in position, you stand to make a fortune. I I love the idea. I mean, it seemed like the dollar is getting killed each and every day due to inflation, the supply chain shortages, or even the war in Russia. So having another currency will give people a, 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 a... Breath of fresh air, because you see what's going on in Russia. Their dollar crumbled. The whole city is in shambles. So to have people protected with another layer of currency that they can that they can protect themselves against is always a good idea. I do love it, but I hate it at the same time. The reason why I hate it because the timing of it. I think Jerome Powell already sees what's happening and just. Throwing it, throwing his hand up for a participation trophy. He already sees what's happening. Obviously, if anybody sees it, it's him. He's the chairman of the Federal Reserve. This is the world is already going in this direction. So overall, I love it. But it's interesting timing from for Jerome Powell to speak on this now with with inflation and and cryptocurrency and. Russia, it's just interesting timing for him to speak on it now. This is where the world is already going. Let's go. Let's stay with Jerome Powell. He says there needs to be congressional action on crypto. There needs to be congressional action on crypto. Do you love or hate Jerome Powell saying this? I hate Jerome Powell saying this. Mm. You know, it's like everybody's passing this baton around. No, you take it. You take hot potato, hot potato. Everybody's taking the baton and nobody's running with it. So I hate the fact that he's come out. First, you give the baton to the SEC. Then the SEC passes it to Congress. Mm-hmm. Congress pass it back to the o- <laughs> OFC, et cetera, et cetera. Hot potato. I hate the fact that nobody's moving on this and everybody's just passing blame or passing the potato around the table. Uh, I kind of love the idea for the simple fact. I mean, of course, we've seen that this hot potato thing going on. But the more it's being talked about, maybe the faster and sooner things can get done. <laughs> but, you know, we're talking about Congress. We're talking about the Fed. We're talking about SEC. Who knows? We're talking about Biden. Regulations are supposed to be talked about two weeks ago. What, what happened to that? But 
I mean, the more we see, we talk about it with everything going on, and now we know that what he said in the previous uh, segment, uh, we need a second currency going on. Maybe this will put this will put the hot potato on the stove to get cooked faster. Man, listen, I hate this. This is absolutely garbage. Powell says there needs to be congressional action on crypto. I think that needs to be a documentary, and I think we may need to shoot it, fellas. This is one of the most fascinating things to me. How the powers that be has completely not regulated this field. Like, or it's fine if you don't want to regulate it, but just come out and say it. Just come out and say it. They're leaving it to be this wild, wild west. They're leaving it to be a gold rush. And then when you actually get to the gold, you never know if you're holding gold. Mm, that's a good point. Because they refuse to address it in the way it has to be addressed. I'm not saying you they have to regulate it. What I'm saying is they have to address it. Let let the I'm a crypto investor. I, the more decentralized it is, the better for me. But just let us know. Let us know. We don't want to listen. What we don't want y'all to do is pull the rug on us. Right. Once we hold and go and y'all saying <laughs> it's bronze. Right. And y'all saying it's dust. Right. I hate this. I don't I don't trust this. It's just been too long. Right. For something that has the narrative of threatening the dollar, as much as they protect the dollar, this just it needs to be a documentary on this. It, yeah. It's been too long for them not to address this seriously. You you know, my question is what does it take to make a decision? Right. Either we in or we out. Right. <laughs> Either it's good for us or it's not. Right. <laughs> Either it helps and it solves problems, you know, it brings a solution to the current financial system, or either it doesn't. We it's not that hard, regulators, uh, Congress, elected officials. It's not that hard. We need we need a leader, whether that's Joe Biden, Jerome Powell. Gary Gensler or somebody else in the financial market to do a state of the union on crypto. <laughs> That's what we need. We need that. We need them to address this properly. Okay, last one. John Stewart says the stock market is like a casino. The only real difference is a casino is well regulated and they kick out the cheaters. Do you love or hate John Stewart saying this? I'm gonna pass it straight to you. Antonio. I love this. <laughs> I love this. Like for the last year and a half year, year and a half, I felt like I've been in the casino and I've been cheated. I felt like I had a winning deck on the table and I said hit me and the the, the what you call the people, the people that's you know right. Let's just say the house. The house knocks the cars off the table. Mm. And I gotta start back over and I got it again. I got another hit me again. And then security comes in and pulls me out. <laughs> so I feel like bringing the light to the stock market being the biggest, uh, the biggest scandal mm. in the United States at the moment. I love the light being shed on this. I love the simple fact that John Stewart had an interview with Gary Gensler, even though I don't think Gary Gensler really cares at this point because he's not doing anything. But I love the fact that you bring it to mainstream media and speak about this because there's a lot of people that don't know what's going on. It's a lot of people that's unsure of what's going on. But it's a lot of us 
that see this every day, the manipulation and the cheating going on every day. And we love to see more people bring it to the light. I love this idea. Um, I love it as well. One of the things that I really, really love about it is he's addressing the SEC chairman who's in place to protect, allegedly protect investors. So with him bringing the analogy that he brought about with the stock market being just like the casino, you know, it disputes the argument that Gary Gensler and the SEC puts forth about um, protecting investors on making let's say proper decisions or from making you know unadvised or uneducated decisions with their money as if you can make a good decision when you invest into the stock market i mean um uh gamble in the casino but you you don't gamble when you're investing into stocks with all of this mayhem going on i'm glad you brought this up antonio the fact that you felt like you had a winning deck you felt like you had a winning uh, hand. And and what's so funny about this, because sometimes we can make a bet and it'd be like the most riskiest bet of all time. I'm taking plus 30,000. I'm taking plus 30,000. And as I'm watching the game and I got all the data and I got all the statistics, no matter if this player is supposed to be performing the way he does, a.k.a. AMC, it's performing. It's performing. And again, I had the winning call. I picked the right pick. And they took him off the field. And they took him off the field. And they still haven't addressed taking him off the field. How does that happen? How does that happen? John, I love this, especially since John Stewart, you know, is pursuing this story. John Stewart fights in what he believes in. He's been met at the met at Congress, met with Congress to talk about 9-11 homeless uh veterans. He's been there on in the trenches to really fight for what he believes. I love this. And it's about somebody really talk and check Gary Gensler. Right. Because that's all he does is talk. And this is Love It or Hate It Thursday. If you enjoyed this podcast, give us a like, comment, subscribe. Please rate the podcast. Five stars. The fella says, stop telling y'all to at least rate it one star. So, please rate it five star. And if you don't like the podcast, do us a favor and rate it four star. <laughs> is that better, fellas? Okay. Thank you. This is the New Age. And New Age, we trust.